Hey, what's up, guys? It is time for another episode of Reggie's Expressions. Um, this is going to be the last episode of the season, that's season two. And then I'm going to take a few week, uh, um, you know, break and maybe come back around like December or something like that. None of this is at this point guaranteed. It all depends on, on news and, and where we are and, you know, where I need to feel like I need to insert my my uh, uh, foot in the conversation. But yeah, I'm going to take a hiatus here uh, pretty soon just so I can kind of focus on, you know, just relaxing and, uh, you know, just live life for a little bit. Um, you know, because doing this, sometimes I feel like you're your spectator, you know, of life, you know, just uh, watching things to have a have a little bit of commentary on it. But, you know, I'm just going to live life and um, just experience what it is and just be in my own thoughts and enjoy, you know, work and all that other stuff. So thank you guys again for showing up, showing out. The last few weeks have been amazing because my downloads have, you know, or listens have grown quite a bit and it's amazing um i hope that you guys are continuing to share like and subscribe i do have a social media uh page um on uh, facebook and on instagram uh reggie's uh, r-e-g-g-e-e-s underscore expressions on both instagram and facebook i know i need to do a little bit more uh you know um media but we'll see you know but go ahead if you like it and also share it that would be great and if you want to comment on your favorite episode or whatever you know we can do that too but all right guys in a second here we're going to come right back at it and start the next topic of reggie's expressions Ooh, what would it be if you haven't heard about anchor it's the easiest way to make a podcast let me explain it's free the creation tools allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. All right, that was a quick little break, wasn't it? Um, that gave you guys time to listen to all the commercials and stuff that I, that I have there, you know, um, talking about voting. Um, if you haven't voted, please go vote. Um, if you aren't registered to vote, you may be a little late for this, uh, election, but <clears throat> we still need people who are going to determine our, uh, midterms, you know, uh, elections are, are not won by margins. It's won by landslides. So we need to make sure that we get as many people as we can out there to vote, you know, for your own interest, you know, uh, people that represent you the best. I am not here to argue with any Trump supporters. As you guys know, I'm not one, but I'm not here to argue with anybody that is a Trump supporter. <sighs> and I'm not going to act like I've always known this guys, but you really are wasting your energy when you're uh, uh, debating someone, um, you know, the the fallacies that they bring up when it comes to, you know, Trump has done more for black people and all these other crazy things, you know, um, it gives their argument legitimacy and also gives them the opportunity to, you know, kind of steal your energy and your focus. Um, so don't, don't be going up in the comments, being comment warriors, trying to, you know, 
And like I said, that wasn't something I learned. Actually, Amanda Seals posted something from somebody from TikTok. And uh, it was very, uh, you know, poignant for me because I know for a fact I'd be like, you know, um, I'm going to meet you where you are. And to be honest, that don't always work. So thank you again for listening and uh, taking out another episode of uh, Reggie's Expressions. As I said in the intro, I am going to be taking a break. And then when we come back, it will be season three. I don't exactly know the defining terms, but we'll, you know, figure that out as as we go. Um, And uh, this topic, I think, is going to round out, um, you know, the season. Um, You guys know that we have an election coming up pretty soon if you are in the state of Florida. Um, I think pretty much everywhere right now should have had or should have some form of early voting um, up. I was started on the 19th, and uh, yeah, we, Carlos and myself, on the very first day of it, we decided to go out and vote, and um, it took about an hour, hour and a half, which I hear is kind of the uh, the census among everybody in any place that you decide to go. I think with early voting, you don't have to go to your precinct, but I could be wrong. Um uh, ID does suffice, but it would not hurt if you do happen to have your voter registration card, um, you know, to have it. I did not have mine. Um, I, my voter registration card I got like in 2006, and I've moved a few times since then, so I have no idea. It wasn't in my wallet. It's not in my wallet. I don't know where it is, but <clears throat> luckily I wasn't purged from the voting the voting uh, log, so um, that was a blessing. But yeah, it was good. It was good. This was Carlos's first's firstest, uh, first um, election. Uh, he voted in the pre uh, pre uh, the midterms um, earlier this year, with the primary. I'm sorry, earlier this year, and um, you know that was definitely uh, uh, um, a fun time for him. And then you know this time when he was in there and they were you know, getting him to sign and everything, you know, to go and vote. Uh, They congratulated him as a first-time voter or a new voter. So that was very, very exciting to see, um, you know, him to kind of get that praise, you know, something he'd been working for for a long time. So I know I keep sniffing, and I apologize for that. I know that's annoying. I don't know what's going on. I just was uh, eating at McDonald's. That probably was the first reason I ate at McDonald's, and now I got the sniffles. But, uh, you know, McDonald's was quick and easy. I didn't want to spend all day trying to go get a full course meal. I want to try to cook later on today, but that I just start to get on me anyway. But um, yeah, um, we dad we so I'm gonna it's gonna be uh this episode is going to be about the last couple weeks kind of combined together. So it's not going to have a full-on um, uh, agenda, really. You know, it's just going to be me kind of processing things that have happened. But, uh, you know, as I sometimes do. Y'all know I don't have no format when it comes to it. <clears throat> and a lot of times it's off the head, you know. But um, we had the last uh, presidential election. Uh, not election, I'm sorry, the last, the last presidential debate, and, um, 
you know, I think they, 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 well, not I think, they implemented, implemented the muting of mics, you know, um, which when they look back at it, I think it was only like two to three times. <clears throat> but I just want to go on record, like, I understand, I get it, you know, a lot of times, you know, Trump be saying some foolish stuff that don't make sense and he need to be cut out. But it's kind of like, well, he's, he's the president, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not saying that what he says and what he has has some validity. It doesn't. Not to me anyway. But do you really want to be the one that go and mute the the president? Like, it's just a weird situation. Like, we shouldn't have to, you know. Um, but we have, you know, here we are. You know, we have someone in this office that, you know, will just say things off of their butt, off of their ass, and just keep going if you let them. And needs to be muted, but yes, it is what it is. But um, yeah, they um, it was a little bit more civil than it was in the past, and uh, you know a lot of a lot of people want to say that you know that had a lot to do with the, uh, the you know the the person of color, the black woman um, anchor uh, who headed uh, the you know, the debate, um, I don't even know, I, I'm trying to find it, but I'm also driving, so I can't, so I'm not going to, um, but yeah, I mean, she, she definitely had it with poise, and I, I am going to remember her name, or I'm going to get her name probably before the end of this, uh, episode, so I can make sure that I give her her credit, because that is just disrespectful on my part for not having that, but she did an amazing job, and, uh, she, you know, you know, kept it on task and, you know, asked some hard-hitting questions, you know, especially about uh, Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter, and, you know, um, Trump's whole situation with him, um, you know, calling them a terrorist group and everything else you can think of to um, discredit the, the movement. And, uh, you know, uh, he does what he always does. He deflects, you know, start with the, you know, the question that they're asking him and then they'll deflect into something else completely different. That has nothing to do with or attacking and, you know, attacking uh, Joe Biden. And, you know, so it's, it's, it's sometimes it can be a very effective uh, approach, but they gave them the opportunity to be able to, you know, kind of counter some of the stuff that he said. And, you know, a lot of people on Facebook were saying that it was just a boring um um, debate, and it may have been, you know, for me, it was just kind of like, you know, I just wanted to have it, I wasn't like intently into it, like I was, uh, the first debate, but it kind of just had it in, you know, just as, uh, background noise, and the one thing I picked up was the fact that he said that he's the least racist person, um, out there, and it was just like, you don't even believe that, you know what I'm saying, who you, who, at this point, you're just saying it because you 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 typically will just say crazy stuff that's on your brain and nobody checks you. But we know for sure there are blatant facts out there that tells us that that is not true. So no matter what you say, we're not going to believe that statement at all. And to me, I feel like that's an example of his entire presidency where he has this fake reality around him, 
and uh, you know, I think that also gets bled into his uh, supporters too. You know, it's not about truth for those guys. Um, it's about you know winning and doing what they feel is best. You know, um, which isn't best for anybody, not even for their own selves, because the people that Trump represent are just rich folks. And, uh, you know, I don't know too many rich folks that be over there debating uh, Trump as much as they do or debating for Trump as much as whole folks do. But I digress. This isn't going to be a bad session of the people on the far right, you know, because they are out there. Um, but I don't know, man. It's I'm at a I'm past the point of this satisfaction or disappointment like right now i know that i'm ready for this season this election season to be over i want to know who wins you know i want to know what the next four years is going to be like so i can figure out how i'm going to navigate um and you know go to the next step i i feel pretty confident that joe biden is going to win um but I also felt pretty confident that Hillary was going to win, too. And she did not. But a lot of stuff has happened between now and, you know, since Hillary had uh, was in office and, and now. And I hope that we've gotten enough people flipped in voting for or voting against, you know, this man. You know, it's just this presidency has been all over the place. And... Um, it's just been a lot of, like, hatred and, and stuff. And I forget where I was watching this, but um, it was Amber Ruffin. I think she was saying something about, you know, uh, since Trump has been in office, there's been an absorbent amount of Karens that have come out and called the cops against, uh, you know, black people for no reason. Like, that didn't happen before he was in office. And it's true, you know. Um how bold Donald Trump is and how rarely he has to be how rarely he has consequences behind what he does a lot of people out there a lot of white folks a lot of you know people in a position of power think that they can just say and do whatever they want and there not be any consequences behind what they say. I mean, now we know that Christy, uh, Kirstie Allen is supporting Trump. She feels that he's going to save America. And then I, I think that she must have been in Mars, you know, the last four years. Because here we are, you know. I um, He's been in office already four years and he had done nothing. So the next four years he's going to really, hey, this is what we're dealing with here. We're also dealing with uh, uh, 50 Cent uh, endorsing Trump, you know, um, which, to be honest, it does not fucking surprise me. Curtis Jackson has been very problematic for a long time. And it took this exact moment for people to be like, oh, we're going to cancel him. And it was like. This motherfucker should have been canceled a long time ago. Like, why is he here? Why is he still here? I haven't liked 50 Cent since Candy Shop. 
You know what I'm saying? That was in 2006. And even then, I didn't really care for the man because he just, he just seemed very problematic. He's very, um, number one, uh, childish. He's petty as fuck. Um, he's ignorant. And he's very disrespectful to, you know, the black culture, black community. Um, and he cares about nobody but himself. He's a, to me, he's in a, a, a very prime example of a narcissist, you know? Um, he really is. And, uh, it's, it's crazy. It is absolutely crazy, you know, the, that he's gotten this level of success and now he has, you know, power one, power two. Like this man literally is, you know, he's, he's out there for himself and it just, it just sucks to be someone that works for him, you know, who has different views, you know, you could, you already know that he'll give a fuck, you know? I want to talk to you guys also about in depth, in depth, in depth, in depth about um, Ice Cube and my take on that entire situation. Um, we know that Ice Cube, since a little bit after George Floyd passed away, um, decided to take it upon himself, among other, you know, um, leaders, activists, you know none that I'm aware of. Uh, Claude Anderson, Dr. Claude Anderson is one of them, but he's the only one that I was really kind of familiar with. But um, he decided, uh, you know, he was going to take it upon himself to come up with the contract uh, with Black America. And that contract allows, it's basically a contract uh, for, you know, the current president and, you know, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris to make black folks a priority, you know, to make them have a black agenda, um, because there haven't been, there hasn't been one, um, you know, the, the, the wage gap, you know, the poverty gap, um, you know, the experience in terms of police brutality, all these things are real things that we have to deal with on a day-to-day -day basis, you know, generational wealth, you know, being able to have generational wealth to pass down to our children, you know, um, which is honestly and truly like I don't I don't want to bring up a kid and you know if I was maybe a millionaire or somebody that had a little bit more money than what I did and I was able to really I maybe I would consider the idea of bringing a kid but I knew what it was like to, you know for my parents to provide for me and I struggled you know we struggled and then you know me being an adult and you know hitting that uh, e button on, you know too many times I'm not interested in, in, in that, you know, I'm not interested in, in bringing kids into this environment, let alone all the other stuff that they're going to learn that's not from me. So, you know, that's that. But um, <clears throat> he came up with the idea of a uh, contract with Black America. You've probably seen it as uh, w, uh, CWBA, uh, contract with Black America. And, uh, you know, I, didn't, I, I don't know very much about the plan. But, uh, you know, it was it was it was kind of, you know, being touted as, you know, um, the answer to a lot of, you know, things that need to be addressed among black folks and how we live. And, um, you know, there was some scrutiny uh, to be had a few th uh, a few times because to me, I felt like uh, Ice Cube, you know, especially with this conversation with, you know, um, April Ryan and his conversation with. Uh, Roland um, Martin, um, you know, who are two prominent um, uh, journalists in the black space uh, and and uh, 
journalism. And uh, it was almost like he was on the defensive against Democrats because they didn't, you know, uh, consider his plan. Uh, but on the flip side of that, you know, Joe Biden had already had a plan that was, you know, kind of a little bit more meatier than what uh, Cube had. And again, I didn't read either one of them. This is just things that I've heard. Um, and just based on, you know, talking with uh, Roland and, or not talking with, but listening to Roland Martin and, and April Ryan, you know, they basically said that, Cube, Cube, the things that you're saying that, uh, you know, you're wanting more from is in the uh, this uh, black agenda with uh, Joe Biden. So what are we saying, you know? Um, but it, it came to, um, it came to play out that he decided to meet with, I want to make sure I'm clear, to meet with Donald Trump, okay? He didn't, you know, endorse him. But even though he didn't, it still feels duplicitous, because I've said many times, you know, he might not have decided to, you know, endorse the man. He said he hadn't endorsed anybody. Um... It still feels, you know, like he's playing for the other side, you know. Um, a lot of folks kind of jumped down his throat about how um, how he went about it and how he's being played, you know, by the Trump administration, you know, because it's, as soon as he met with them, the first thing that they say, you got Catherine, uh, Kathleen uh, Pearson that came out um, and said that, you know, we're proud to be working with and, you know, Cube and all this is that same thing with uh, Donald Trump and his administration uh, putting that stuff out there. And it was just like, you know, Cube, you played yourself, bro. Like, what what made you think that this man was on the up and up and that he was just going to listen to what you had to say? And that, you know, he was going to uh, make a big difference because of the plan that you had. And, you know, when they when people started to. Um, you know, kind of debate Cube about, you know, some of the missteps. He got very defensive, you know, he got very upset and defensive. You know, a lot of people were calling for his cancellation, which I don't necessarily agree with simply because, you know, he's done a lot for the black community. Uh, I think in terms of telling narratives that uh, doesn't necessarily always get told on the mainstream. Um, you know, he's definitely, um, you know, made an impact in the film industry, you know, with, uh, uh, Cube Vision going on and, and all that fun stuff. He's done a lot. He's contributed a lot as being a black creator, you know, black figure. And, uh, I'm not going to take that away from him, but it would have been nice to see him handle that miss, that misstep a little bit better than what he did. He just, it was almost kind of like a, 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 a kid when they get reprimanded and they want to, kick and scream and all this other stuff you know it was a lot like that you know and you know he kind of had to double down and and re-clarify and i made the point that if you had to come back and re-clarify what you was trying to say it meant that you weren't clear in what you was trying to say like you 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 put it out there you know as this plan that was supposed to answer all the questions and you know when we see you, we see that you're not ready to be able to handle the scrutiny, and now you're just acting out. I mean, that's kind of died down a little bit. You're still hearing bits and pieces of people kind of jumping up about it, you know, um, because, again, it, it, it feels betrayous, you know, um, or like betrayal, you know. 
whenever you see a prominent, you know, leader like Ice Cube, you know, meet with Trump and then they play him out like they did. I mean, you saw the the picture on on Twitter with uh, Eric Trump talking about, you know, it's nice to have these two on our side or something to that effect. And it was like, so this is what we talking about, Cube. Exactly what we have been uh, reprimanding you on. This exact moment, what just recently happened, proves our point. You did and they played you because they're using this as optics to try to play on, you know, African-American men who happen to to see themselves in you. You know, um, it was it wasn't jarring. It was actually kind of it was sad to see. It wasn't like jarring or scare but because we're used to you know when and when i say we black folks we used to being treated we're used to this kind of stuff you know where people try to use our endorsements or, or use our you know voice to to play their narrative you know what i'm saying so whatever you know but uh that died down a bit but then you start seeing this uh surgence of black men really going in on trying to defend cube even more which did not make sense to me at all um Danny 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 where you going where you you going to go pick up food? Do they have the iPhone in there? I'm going to go see it. Okay, I'll see you when you get back. Or maybe I won't. Okay? <laughs> I'm here at Best Buy, y'all. So if y'all hear this, <laughs> I'm not going to take it out. I'm here at Best Buy. Uh, my buddy, uh, Dan Barry, Dan Barry, Connecticut, who is on um, Conversation with My Friend, part one. Um, go check it out. And uh, he works here. And I'm going to go see the new iPhone because I'm interested in getting it. So I'm going to take a pause here. That'll also give me a, a little bit of time to being able to, you know, refocus my thoughts real quick. So I will chat with y'all later. I'll be right back. Peace. Hey, voting isn't just going to the polls on Election Day anymore. Options like early voting melon voting, and ballot drops are available to more voters, and they're growing in popularity. How to Vote is a tool created by Democracy Works, breaks down the options your state offers for casting a ballot, empowering you to decide when and where you want to vote. Some things you can do with How to Vote voter tool, you can sign up for elections, you can see what's on the ballot, you can get step-by-step assistance requesting your mail ballot, You can explore your options for returning your voted mail ballot, check your voter registration, find voting sites, and make sure you have appropriate ID. Decide when and where you want to vote this year at howto.vote. And I am back. Thank you for waiting for me. I just went inside and I saw the new 12 Pro. And I mean, to be honest, it is an iPhone. (laughs) The gold looks extremely well. I do like the blue. The graphite blue is really nice. Um, 
If they had it in stock, I probably was going to get it. I do like the bigger size of the iPhone 6.7. I have the 6.5 right now. Um, I've always had the bigger phones um, between the two. So, um, you know, I've always gone the plus route. Um, you know, if it was iPhone 6, I had the 6 Plus. If it was a success, I had the 6S Plus, you know, so on and so forth. Um, that's another thing about me. I'm a very techie kind of guy. I like technology a lot, a lot of electronics, you know. And I also am a sense, I'm, I'm, I will go ahead and tell my, I, I get y'all a straight up honest truth. I have, I'm obsessed with having the new new, like the newest thing that came out, you know. Um, and, you know, obsession is really a strong word, but to be honest, it's like, I really like having new stuff. Um, or having the newest product out. Um, I don't like the old one. <laughs> I don't like the, uh, you know, the, the, the year previous, you know what I'm saying? I gotta have the current year. So I've had this phone over a year, which normally Carlos and I in the last three or four years we've been together have upgraded every year <clears throat> to the new one. And, uh, yeah, you know, I'm kind of feeling that itch right now to get something new, but, uh, I was going back and forth on if I wanted to get the 11, or not 11, but 12 Pro or the 12 Pro Max. Um, so, who knows? I'm going to have to get new cases and, and all that stuff anyway. So, you know, the 6.1 is something that came into my mind. I know I've had some close calls with my 6.5, uh, and that's the screen size I'm referring to. And uh, I've broken a couple screen protectors, and it's been extremely slippery. Because, uh, I mean, you got the wideness of the phone and the, the length of it. So, but uh, I don't know. I mean, if I if it was there, I would have definitely gone to purchase it. You know, I would have definitely went to um, purchase it and now be talking on my new iPhone. I might still actually be in there. But, um, but yeah, so we were talking about, you know, Ice Cube's misstep. And uh, we were talking about how, you know, black men... Um, you know, we're coming to the rescue of Ice Cube. And what I mean by that is a lot of them were saying, well, he didn't, you know, endorse Trump. And, you know, the fact that we are having a conversation with Trump, it doesn't matter who's in office. You know, the Democrats aren't even really interested in doing it. They wanted to wait until after, you know, the election. And, you know, so what if it's Trump? If he's going to take us seriously and, you know, do his best to grant, you know, our wishes in the, you know, contract with Black America. And then I had to be like, brother, I, I hear those words that are coming out of your mouth, but they don't make no damn sense to me. And this is why. Look at the person that's in the office. Then we just like a couple weeks ago, and I did this, I think, when I was uh, talking about something uh, on what a week. I can't remember specifically, but it was like, wasn't it not too long ago? He, uh, They had a recording that he lied about how severe corona was wasn't that like a real thing you know didn't he tell the proud boys to stand up and stand by like this is within the last couple months um you know this is also the person who put out um uh, a gross ad against the exonerated five calling for their deaths in new york when they weren't even the ones that did it how soon do we forget? And the thing is, those people don't, they haven't forgot. It's just a matter of them 
protecting someone they admire. You know what I'm saying? They feel like, you know, Ice Cube is Ice Cube. That's the man. That's the homie right there. I'm not going to let nobody, you know, uh, uh, talk bad about my boy. It's just not going to happen. And as I drive, I see fucking, um, fucking Chinese people. Um, and I said their race, you know, specifically because anybody that's not white, it was a Trump, uh, uh, you know, support for Trump. It's so crazy to me when I see other, I see non, I see white people who aren't white with, you know, defending this man. Like, that's so crazy to me. You know, people that actually came from other countries, like, you know, you're considered an immigrant. You know what I'm saying? You probably have family members that if they came over here right now, you know, they would be ostracized about, you know, not coming over the right way. Or you've probably gotten, you know, through here the same way that he's disparaging the people who, who are coming now. And that's what I mean about voting uh, for your own interest. Because those people are definitely not voting for their own interest. They are, I don't know what they're obsessed with. I think they're obsessed with uh, maybe whiteness and power. I mean, those are the only two things I can think of because it don't make sense to me. It don't make sense to me why they're giving this man any, you know, why they believe that he's going to do what he's supposed to do. Like, I don't, I don't understand. I don't get it. Um, it don't make sense to me. Um, this is a lot of bullshit. A lot of muddying the water that man does. I call him that man often because I don't want to give him the respect of calling him the president. But here we are. Um, so, but yeah, that's that. You know, I've seen a lot of black men take on that narrative, and that's even sickening too, because it's like, what do you see that we don't see? Like, what the hell are you on that got you over here thinking? That, you know, what Ice Cube did was for the betterment of the, 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 the race. You know, and what did, you know, what happened, you know, in the last couple months that I didn't see that made you guys think that Trump was going to actually do what he say he gonna do? I don't know. When you ask folks stuff like that, they want to get defensive and mad and angry and call you out and say F you and all this other stuff. And it's like, I mean, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to understand, brother. I don't get it. It ain't making sense to me right now. Why are you over here defending this man? You know, it's okay to sometimes, it's okay to be critiqued. When you're wrong, you're wrong. You know what I'm saying? When you're being called, about, called out about being wrong, hey, that's all right. You know, failure... It's supposed to be the best teacher, right? So it's okay to fail sometimes. Meaning, you know, you just pick up and, you know, dust yourself off. It ain't like you can go uh, come back and bounce back. You know what I'm saying? What he should do is broaden his, um, his workings to involve more civil leaders like, you know, Alicia Garza or, you know, Tamika Mallory or, you know, any of those guys that do the social justice work 
on a day-to-day basis. You know what I'm saying? You know, make uh, meet with some of these lawmakers, you know? Some of these people who, you know, who just widen the scope of the folks that he work with. So, you know, we got a lot that we need to work on. We got a lot that we need to figure out, honey. We really do. And um, I'm just hoping we get it together and we vote the right person in office. Um, and, um, in November. That's my hope. That's my... That's my straight up honest hope. We will see though. We will definitely see how that is going to play out among us all. You know? Um, what else is going on? We got Trump. Yeah, we got Trump. 50 Cent, he endorsed. You know, 50 Cent saw the raising in taxes over, you know, for people, anybody that makes over 400000 a year. And, um, you know, he's obviously in that category. You know, he's a rich man. So, I mean, um, why should the little folks, you know, why should us other folks who ain't making $400,000 a year, you know, have to pay more taxes? You know what I'm saying? It should come from the folks who are making the most money. Like, it should. There's no reason why it shouldn't. And, um... You know, that just taught us that he's a greedy man. Like, he don't give a fuck about nobody else but himself. And uh, that's sad. It really is. But there are a lot of brothers who see themselves in this man. In uh, 50 Cent. And, um... Oh, hold on. I gotta take a picture of this real quick. I had a sentence to, to see you. Sorry about that, y'all. <laughs> I'm driving around, I told y'all. Uh, oh, is that the name of the place? District Drive? Okay. I had to send that to Cecilia because a few months ago, she came down here. And uh, we went to a drag show at Southern Nights. And uh, it, was, it was really, really fun. And uh, we came out, and um, got some hot dogs. We were hungry, and uh, I swear to freaking God, those hot dogs were the best. And every time you know we think about it, we think about how good those hot dogs were. And uh, <laughs> I just passed by the sign. I don't even, I think that was the same guy. It was also at night, too. Um, you know, so I think it was the same guy who had those hot dogs. But it was super good. Yeah, I had to be there in order to understand it. Like, it was like, oh, my God. Like, what is this? But um, <clears throat> sorry for that long pause, really. But I, I had to make sure I take that picture and send it to him. But, um, yeah, 50 Cent to me is a prime example of what a fuckboy is in 2020, you know, someone who just cares about themselves, very narcissistic, uh, very confrontational, ignorant, and disappointing, you know, because there's a lot of, you know, content, you know, as a black uh, creator out there, similar to you know, Ice Cube and 
you know, a lot of people saw themselves in him because he had a very similar path, you know, growing up in the hood and, you know, saw his, his mom kissing a girl, you know, he says that in, um, um, the real MVP, um, was it, was that the game real MVP? Yeah, I think that was the name of his own, but, um, you know, he, uh, he had very similar background, backgrounds, backgrounds um, of, of a lot of African-American men from New York. So that's that was his base, you know, instantly. Then over time, as hip-hop obviously evolved and he became a mainstay, uh, I think a lot of white, you know, um, urban white males decided that, you know, 50 Cent, you know, was the... He had that crossover appeal. And I think that happens with hip-hop. I think there are a lot more white folks, and I could be wrong, you know, uh, that are more into hip hop than a lot of black folks are. Um, but I, I'm, I'm okay with being wrong with that situation, but I, you know, everywhere I go around, every time I look, especially here in Orlando, I see a white boy, you know, uh, uh, playing, you know, the latest, the hottest new, you know, um, uh, I was going to say project Pat, but project Pat ain't been relevant in a long time. But uh, Kodak Black or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Um, but here we are. But, uh, you know, seeing uh, 50 Cent do that to me, you know, when he came out and endorsed Trump, I wasn't really surprised. It was kind of like, okay, well, you know, at least we know who our enemies are. At least we know who's going to uh, support Trump. Now... I don't know what's going to happen with him being canceled. I mean, I don't really hear a lot of that, you know, out there, you know, in terms of people canceling him. But I do hear conversations around how problematic, you know, 50 Cent has been for a long time. I mean, this is the same guy that, you know, have a baby by me, baby, and you'll be a millionaire, you know, and the tumultuous, you know, uh, public um, relationship that he's had with his son, like the back and forth and. You know, he's just, he's just not a stand-up person, you know, and, uh, you know, I mean, I'm not going to buy any of his music anymore. I haven't in a long time, you know, so there's that, and um, it's just, it's just really sad that sometimes, you know, our black man's journey will lead us down this path where we just don't know, we don't know how we're going to be all on the same page. Um, I was listening to Amanda Seals, um, uh, side effects of community. And I asked this in my, my, uh, side effects of, uh, uprising, you know, how do we get all on the same play page? And I, you know, honestly, I don't think that there's ever going to be a place where we're going to get there. I mean, you're always going to have black folks who are just out there for themselves. You're going to have black folks who, you know, um, are always going to do dealings, you know, amongst, you know, the bad ones to, you know, keep their status quo up. You're always going to have the black people who are looking for a leader and they don't necessarily, you know, know that they have it in themselves to be able to lead. And then, you know, you're going to have, you know, the black folks who just aren't like, you know, don't, don't keep your head down. Just do what you need to do. And don't get these people upset with you, you know, those kind of things. And it's, it's, it's unfortunate, but you know, it's too many of us that are fighting for multiple things. You know, too many of us out there, you know, fighting for multiple things that I don't think it will ever be a, a place where we'll be all on the same page. And I know this kind of stuff happened with Martin Luther King and Malcolm X and, and Soakley Carmichael or 
Kwame uh, Tory, you know, all these black men, you know, James Baldwin, all these many different facets, you know, that represented um, us. It felt like then that, you know, we were all on the same page, but I'm pretty sure that there were, you know, infighting just like there is now amongst us as black folks. I mean, the divide and conquer is, you know, it's the, it's the, it's as old as time, you know, and it's been working and it has worked and it will continue to work, you know? Um, but I don't know what we need to do if it even is possible that we can do something to get all in the same page. You know, um, the only thing I can, I can suggest is, and I'm seeking this for myself is to, you know, find an organization that you like, you know, research on it. Once you get enough research, go out and, um, you know, partake in it. Like for example, um, there, I'm pretty sure uh, many of you guys have heard of, uh, uh, color of change. And uh, Color of Change Pack. This is Pack season. I, I need to find out what Pack means. But um, they were a really cool organization. Somehow, some way, I think it was through either Sean King or somebody that was associated with him. I think I got an email and I read something about an event coming up in Orlando, and it was hosted by Color of Change. And uh, you know, I heard it, heard about them before, as I said. And I was really interested. It was, uh, um, you know, they were sponsoring something called Black Joy Drive-In. Um, they had had it in, in a couple of places uh, in Atlanta. They had it in, um, where else did they have it? Uh, Greensboro and um, us, Orlando. And then, you know, Vegas was next, which is this weekend. And, uh, you know, I was like, oh, actually, you know, it was cool. And, you know, got some information, you know, it was text blast that they did. And, you know, got quite a few of us out there to volunteer. I went out that Friday um, to help do some bags. And Carlos was out there with us and with, you know, with with us. And uh, we got an opportunity to speak a little bit in terms of, um, you know, um, the uh the drive-through or drive-in that they had going out there. They played Black Panther, Love Jones, uh, Poetic Justice, um, uh, Lion King, the, the recent one that came out. And it was good. It was cool, you know. It was a cool organization, you know, that was just, you know, it was black leaders, um, you know, coming together uh, really to just focus on black joy it was beautiful it was fun i enjoyed myself i mean i went out there friday saturday and sunday and you know it rained a little bit in the state of uh in the in the city so that kind of put a damper on me because i don't really like being wet and in the rain that's just not my thing but um you know we we uh we stuffed some bags you know that had some you know ppe in there ppe protective equipment uh, personal protective equipment that was in there um, had some really good popcorn they catered for us got some food for us uh, and we met you know uh, Diana um, there was a young lady named Angela Faith was kind of like the leader you had Quana. Uh, you know Quana was pretty cool and uh, it was just a really good event you know and uh, they just have different seasons where they go out and focus on certain things so Color of Change is the name of the organization, and uh, the local chapter here, I think uh, Kwana, um, is the young lady that's in charge. So I will make sure, you know, at the end when I do my outro, that I give you guys information on um, Color of Change and where you can find them in uh, in your area or you know all that fun stuff. So, but yeah, I mean that's it's you know, um, and kind of what's going on me. 
with that being said, you know, kind of what's been going on with me, my personal journey. Um, I just want to say I am grateful to God for me able for me being able to have those two months that I had off because I think they worked wonders with just allowing me to I mean focus on self you know focus on you know making my husband's life easy even though during it I had a lot of anxiety because it was unclear about, you know, how the return to work piece was going to be. And I really didn't allow myself to let that go. Um, which I think still caused grounds for um, anxiety in my, uh, you know, anxiety. But I will say returning back to work has definitely been, it's been fun. You know, I have taken a very... Um, necessary approach with customers that hey if they don't buy it's not a big deal you know i think what what was going on with the uprising and all this other stuff i really didn't have a lot of time to kind of focus on you know getting these emotions out you know i felt overwhelmed you know a lot of times and uh you know being able to have that time off and not having to worry about work as much as i did and most importantly you know, just being able to just, you know, focus on my husband and myself. Um, it was it was good. It was cool. I, I enjoyed the time that I had off. But, you know, going back at work, I, I've had a really good week. I'm really excited about that. I had a really good three weeks since I've been back. And um, things have been great. You know, I'm thankful to God that, you know, I've had, a, a, you know, um, a hands-off approach at the end of each call I believe that I've done everything I could to try to get it and you know I've been more successful than I felt that I have in a long time I don't know if that's because the leads are easier or whatever the case may be I'm not a hundred percent concerned but I can tell you that I am happy <coughs> with how I'm taking it now you know because sometimes when I get off work you know in the past I would just get off and I'd be so nervous and I, I wouldn't want to go you know um, go to, you know, take a nap because I would normally take a nap after I get off work. And I didn't want to take a nap because I'd just be thinking about how I only got two and I need like nine. You know, it was just a lot that was going on. And I can say that I'm free of that for now, at least for now. You know, the thing about with anxiety is, is, is that it's a constant, you know, thing that you have to work on keeping at bay. You know, it's never going to be a day where I'm going to be completely eradicated of, uh, of anxiety. And, um, you know, I'm just putting more tools in the tool bag. I've had, had a lot of therapy sessions. You know, I think I was doing, you know, therapy sessions every month. I think that was extremely helpful. Um, you know, just working on, you know, getting out of my own head sometimes and just allowing myself the, you know, having a congratulatory, congratulatory moment where, you know, already you're doing you're doing what you can. Yeah, you know, and be proud of that. So, um, you know, having that time off is great. And, uh, you know, I mean, sometimes taking taking some time off of work, you know, however way it may be, whether it's short-term disability or FMLA or, you know, even just vacationing, 
you know, you have to make sure you make time for yourself in that way because work, 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 work can get oh, 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 real fast. And you'll find yourself being upset about work and stressed about something you love, you know, if you don't take the time to, you know, step back from it. You know, we got a lot of stuff that are he that's heavy, you know, on our plates and we do need to have an opportunity to be able to just disconnect from the world, you know, disconnect from all the stuff that's heavy because we have a lot of reason to be frustrated right now. So with that being said, guys, I appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you so much for the opportunity, you know, for allowing me to speak Reggie's expressions again. Um, again, like I said, I had no format in terms of what I, I wanted to say. I just wanted to talk because I know it's been a couple weeks since the last time I put something out there. And I want to button up this season as best as I can. So um, go out and vote. Please go out and wait in these lines. Don't think you're going to wait to the last minute, you know, and vote, you know, because what we don't want is people being shut out because they couldn't vote you know go out here early vote wait in these lines take the time it takes to wait in these lines because it ain't gonna get no better and it's gonna get absolutely worse on you know on uh, election day you know we have a ample enough time to be able to go out and vote okay um and um thank you for keeping the conversation going i I'm enjoying this more and more, and um, it's really become super easy for me to be able to be like, okay, you know, um, with letting my hair down and not being so super concerned about how, you know, how much it flows. I think you guys who've been with me enough now kind of know, you know, my, my process. I'm in my head when I'm doing these things, so... Y'all don't hold it against me, but, um, yeah, I, uh, I want to tell each and every one of you, thank you so much for listening. Hopefully, you know, this next season we can continue to grow and we can get some more listeners out there and, you know, maybe start doing some more guest spots as we did in the past. Don't hold me to the idea of this being like, you know, uh, absolutely me being cut off. Like I'm not going to do any more episodes. It all depends. I mean, November 3rd, who knows, you know, I might be talking about whatever the election is going to be at that time. So, you know, don't be mad. It might be, I don't know if it's going to be season one or season two or, you know, season two and a half. I don't know. But, you know, depending on how things go and how much I need to get off at my chest, on my chest at that time will depend on if I have another episode after this. But thank you for listening. Again, you can find me on Spotify, Apple Music, uh, Anchor Podcast and uh, I said Spotify, Pocket Cast, um, Google Podcast, Amazon Podcast, and so many more. You guys enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you so much. Up next, I'm going to be giving you guys the information that I missed out on during the uh, recording of this. All right. Uh, thank you guys again. Please subscribe and share. Peace. And y'all know I told y'all I was going to come back and let y'all know. <laughs> I couldn't think of the uh, the young lady's name, but her name was Kristen, Kristen Walker. Um, she was definitely, um, you know, there with poise, and she kept them in check, and she did an amazing job, amazing job, you know, uh, for the debate. And had to cut them off a couple times, you know what I'm saying? They put the right one to be able to go out and do that. Um, but I want to tell you guys a little bit more about, you know, Color of Change. Um, they have some upcoming events 
Um, it is Color of Change uh, pack season. Um, it is mobilize.us. Um, you can go out and see some of the stuff that's coming up in, uh, on Tuesday, the 27th. They have a Miami and Duval uh, join our block power, power squad. It's a virtual event. Um, detangling the process. Let's begin. Um, the, let the building begin. That's also going to be on the 27th. It's going to be from 7 to 9.30. And they have a lot of a lot of things that are going on um, really to kind of, you know, uh, do good for the um, for the neighborhood. You know, mostly the black community. Um, you know, so uh, mobilize.us dot us and uh you can also go to the color of change uh facebook page um that more specifically is just the organization as a whole but uh you know if you want to find out more about some of the local events in terms of um you know with pac again you can go to that website and i i enjoyed it i i had fun with them um i'm gonna try to see if i can find some of the names of the people that i work with i had uh Kwana, uh, let's see. Kwana, Kwana. Let me see. No. Color of change. I'm trying to find Kwana stuff now. Uh, color of change. There was a young man named Queasy. Queasy was pretty cool. Um, uh, and there are a lot of big name people that are involved in this. You got, um, John Legend, um, I saw him out there. He did, some, I mean, not like literally face to face, but he did a uh, a spot on, um, you know, among it, just kind of invigorating and just having moments of uh, conversation. But um, you had Arisha, uh, Queasy, Shannon, uh, Kwana, Dale, Charles, uh, Nadia, and Aisha. So those were a few of the people. And Faith, Faith was a young lady who does all the marketing and, you know, setting up events in the area. So those were all the young black folks that were in charge out there that did an amazing job. It was awesome. It was good, you know, and their thing was voting while black. And, uh, you know, do have fun. So go out and support, 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 support them. You know, get some more information and see if they have any events in your area. All right, guys, enjoy the rest of your time. I am out for the second time, Audi 5000, that is. And uh, you guys enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you again. Don't forget to share, uh, subscribe, and like. Another ex episode, I got sidetracked. Another episode of Reggie's Expressions. All right, guys, peace.